Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Angelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. Through the month of September, we've been working on advising people in the areas of self-development, personal development, entrepreneurship, and we've had some, had some great guests through the course of the month. And what I'd like to do in today's show is really summarize some of what we've been talking about and maybe bring it into perspective for everyone. You know, as we begin our show, you know, I always say that, you know, when we're thinking about self-development, personal development, I would tell you to look at that from the perspective of and the viewpoint of stewardship, which is, you know, you, you hear the saying that, you know, um, your life is a gift. You know, it's the gift from God. What you do with your life is your gift back to God. And if you understand, you know, we've talked about, you know, the, the talents and each one was given talents according to their ability. Well, what happens is, is all of our talents and abilities that we have have been given to us. If we develop these talents and abilities, we're taking these gifts that were given to us, we're developing them, and we're using them to impact the lives of the people around us, our community, organizations. And that's really what stewardship is about. So with that in mind, I'm going to start with just some basic perspectives. For all of our listeners, uh, if you're new to our show, a few things have gone on over the years. When I first started talking about this concept of responsible wealth, I came out with a book. The book is referred to as Discovering Responsible Wealth. And the core and the essence of that book, the focus of that, is really a couple of things. Some of them are the points are as follows. One is take responsibility for your own life, meaning that you know, instead of, you know, geez, you know, somebody else is luckier than me. Why don't I get the break or whatever the case might be? The idea is to take responsibility for every aspect of your life. Once you get beyond that point of taking responsibility, we also want to look at the perspective that balance matters. And when I say balance matters is, is that I write about the concept of what I refer to is life's wealth building blocks. And life's wealth building blocks really gets down to faith, family, health, purpose, and money. And the idea behind that is that unless your life is in balance, it's very difficult to find happiness, success, and peace. And when I'm saying that to you, people look and they'll say, Frank, you're a financial guy. Why don't you talk just about money? And I say, because money's not everything. As a matter of fact, is as I meet with clients, and you know, over the years I've been doing this over 30 years, as you see that your life evolves, you have different priorities. You know, at certain points of your life, you might look that money is very important, and money has an important, you know, point in your life. It has a purpose. However, it really should only be to make the other aspects of your life a little bit easier, such as how are you living your faith? What about your family? How are you helping them? What's going on there? What about your health? Are you taking care of your health? What about purpose? And actually, when you're at work, whatever your vocation is, whatever it is that you're doing, what's the impact that you're making and who are you being in that moment? And then money comes from the result of doing the right things. And from I also say that money comes from creating value. The more value that you create to someone, the more that you typically should earn. It's no different than if you look, if I do a job that doesn't produce a lot of value, anybody could do it or whatever, the compensation generally is not going to be very good. However, if I work in a career, I work in a job where I create tremendous value, okay, and I bring a lot of value to the table when I'm doing, the compensation should be accordingly. 
So I always say that money follows value, and it's value first that you should be looking to work with. So when we think in terms of you know, the book that I came out with years ago, Discovering Responsible Wealth, again, it was take responsibility, have balance in your life, work with the wealth building blocks. And then I also get into the idea of goals. And when we think in terms of goals, one of the things as we talk about self-development is really this. What would you do differently in your life if you couldn't fail? And if you really started to look at that, take the five wealth building blocks and look at it from this standpoint. If you couldn't fail, how would you live your faith differently? How would your family life be differently? How about your health? What would you do differently if you couldn't fail? And then you have to really back up and say, okay, so what are the stories and those self-talks that I'm giving myself that's preventing me, slowing me down from getting that life that I want? So what I say is is that visioning and actually trying to put things in perspective is very important. Uh, Understanding and questioning what you're telling yourself also becomes important. You know, it's one of those things of I can't, and then when we discover a little bit further, why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? What prevents you from doing that? Just like, you know, someone says, oh, you know, going through school or whatever, I'm in college, it's so much work, I don't know if I want to go for my master's or whatever the case might be. Is it that you can't or that you won't? Because I look at it as if it's not a matter of can't. We know that it's possible with many aspects of life because if someone else has done it, it could be done. It's a matter of priorities of what price are we willing to pay. And that's from any aspect of our life. I could look at it from a health standpoint, meaning that, you know, if I was, you know, let's say 40 pounds overweight and I say I can't lose weight. Well, we know that people can lose weight. It's a matter of what priorities did they set. You know, did they decide are they committed to eating right? Are they committed to exercising? Are they really committed to doing the right things on a regular basis? So what I say and what I'm suggesting to you is the first part is visioning and understanding what is it that you really want, and then we focus on what we refer to as the why, which is why would that be important to you? Because unless you have that element of why, of why something's important to you, you're never going to stick to it. So with that in mind, what comes after that why is really the planning, which is what's the course of action that I should be taking in my personal development to help me to move forward? The next aspect of that would be what accountability will I have to myself or do I need an accountability partner or an accountability group that maybe I need to be a part of that will help me to stay focused? And then the last part of that is assuming the responsibility of follow-through and implementation, which is you can have a lot of great ideas, but an idea or a goal without a time frame and without a plan is a wish, and most wishes don't come true as it relates to that. You know, you may get lucky. It's like, you know, when we go out, and I think the lottery this week was, I don't remember, a couple weeks ago it was $400 million. And so there's a lot of tickets that were sold, and everybody's hoping and they're wishing, geez, if I hit the lottery. And the reality is, is that, you know, somebody may or may not hit it, but that wouldn't, want to, that wouldn't be the way that you'd want to plan your life. So the books of Discovering Responsible Wealth really focuses on that. One of our guests that we had through the month, Jacqueline Whelan of Solutions Provided, her perspective on that is that she, and so we, for our listeners, Jacqueline does personal coaching 
executive coaching, and she's really on the developmental side and in working with companies in developing teams and individuals. Jacqueline's main focus is really what she refers to is attitude and choice, which is your attitude in life. So I'm just giving you a different perspective on some of the different experts we had on through the course of the month. Jacqueline's focus was predominantly about having the right attitude. You know, that's the old saying, your attitude in life determines your altitude. Uh, Meaning, if you have a great attitude and you have a great outlook in things, you tend to see life in the positive. You you tend to be uh, someone who's looking for opportunities. They're looking at a problem and they're seeing opportunities in it. Versus the other side, if I have a bad attitude, everything's a problem. Everything's an issue. Everything's a concern. And I tend to be a negative person. And we've all encountered these type of people, you know, in our lives. You know, we can go to the store, someone goes to wait on us, and they're having a terrible day, or they have a terrible attitude, and we're sitting there and we're going like, oh my gosh, what am I dealing with here? And you walk away saying, that was a terrible experience, I hate going to that place, and it's bad for the business all the way around. Versus we've had the opposite of that, which is we can go into a store, we can go into an office, and someone with a great attitude you know, is waiting on us or is you know, helping us, and we're happy to go there. We like engaging with those people. We like having conversations with them. So Jacqueline's main focus is really about that attitude, and everything in life tends to be the choices that you make. Her focus when we were going through her program during the course of this month was really about goal setting. And then what she refers to is alignment, which is, is your actions in alignment with what your goals are? Meaning that, you know, if if I was trying to, and I I use health as an example because it's easy to relate to, but if I was trying to lose weight, but, you know, next thing I know, I'm swinging by McDonald's, I'm picking up a quarter pounder with cheese and, you know, everything that goes along with it. that's not in alignment with my trying to lose weight. It's the same thing of if I sit there and I go, I don't like to exercise, I don't exercise, that's not in alignment. And if I was dealing because it's a financial show, if I was buying and spending money emotionally, meaning that, geez, that looks nice, I think I want to own it, and so next thing I know, I'm putting on my credit card. And if I became emotional in the way I spend money, then what's going to happen is typically that's out of alignment with building wealth, building a life of wealth, being responsible with the, you know, the wealth that we've been given. So Jacqueline's whole focus as we went through the course of the month was really about, you know, attitude and choice, making better decisions, and moving on from there. Our most recent guest that we had on through the course of the month, Carla Fallone of Fallone Business Consulting. Carla's main focus as we were speaking uh, during the month was really on entrepreneurship, And we were talking about the aspect that many of our listeners and many people in life do have opportunities and could be an entrepreneur. It's not a limited space where it's only for a very few. But she said that entrepreneurship takes time, focus, commitment. She talked about the right way to be an entrepreneur, you know, having a business, having a business model that you believe will work developing a business plan. So what she didn't say was, I'm just going to take some money, I'm going to borrow some money from someone and go out and open a business. She talked about having a purpose for a business. What's your value proposition? And if you recall just a few minutes ago, I said, remember, money follows value, which is if I do can provide a value to someone, okay, I could get paid for that. 
So the more value you provide, the more business opportunity you may have. So she talks about developing that business plan. She talks about the value proposition. She spoke about ethics and legitimacy, basically saying that anything that you do if you're going to be in business has to be ethical and it's got to be a legitimate business. Legitimate means that um, it works even when the government is looking at you. So if you're running a cash business and you're saying, wow, this works great, I'm beating this one, I'm beating that one, not good. That's not a legitimate business. If you're hiring people that um, are not legal, okay, and you're paying them poorly, you're not paying into insurances, you're doing those, that's not a legitimate business. So her focus was really to have a successful business it had to have a good business plan a good business plan you have to have a good value that you provide the business has to be legitimate as far as what you're providing there and there has to be that sense of ethics then she went on beyond that and said all right so we have all those different aspects in place let's deal with the finances does the money work so as i talk about this the second book that i put out a couple of years ago an entrepreneur's guide to responsible wealth the essence of that book really came down to, you know, many of us have a unique ability. There's certain things that we do in life. That unique ability, if you're going to own a business or you're going to develop one, develops into a unique process or business proposition. From that, the way that you differentiate yourself from everyone else is what's your unique experience? What's the experience that you're going to deliver to someone that makes your business and what you provide to someone different from everyone else. Because if you're not different from anybody else, when you're in business for yourself, and I don't care if you're making cupcakes, I don't care if you own a car wash, if you own a coffee shop, if you're a doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, if there's no difference, you're a commodity. And once you're in the commodity world, what tends to happen is you have an erosion of margins, your prices have to be you know, very competitive with everybody else, and it doesn't take long that when you're in the commodity business before you don't have any margin to work on and you cease to exist. So what I tell you is, is that being a commodity out there versus providing value and a unique experience is night and day. So as we looked at Carla's information, and I blend that into some of the things that I talk about, I write about, being an entrepreneur is a wonderful opportunity for people if it's for you. But if it's not for you, then you have to work within your wealth building blocks, which is, you know, what are you good at? How do you work in your career? How do you get better educated at whatever you're doing so that you have those opportunities for advancement? You can create value to the organizations you, you work with, and thus it comes back to you, thus you were being a good steward of everything. You know, it's about, again, as Jacqueline said, the choices we're making and the alignment of our actions with our goals. So as I'm looking at this, I want you to kind of look at life from this perspective. We could live life in fear and never have taken chances. And we'll always be using terms like, I would have, I could have, I should have, I wish. And we'll always hear that from people that never stepped outside their comfort zone to attempt the things that they'd really like to do. They didn't get their shot. They didn't take the shot versus the one that said, I took the shot. Okay, it didn't work for this reason, but I'm willing to take it again. Or I had my opportunity. I gave it a shot. I gave it my all, in which case you're then fulfilled in what you do. 
you know, what I tell you is when you act out of love, okay, and you do the things that you love, you're around people, you have the right attitude, as, you know, Jacqueline talked about, you know, on her show earlier this month. When you're acting out of love and you're living your life based on that, what you're going to find is that you'll find success in anything that you do. So the choice is fear or love. And what I'm going to tell you is this, you know, as Christians, we live on faith. I know it's not easy all the time, but faith comes from love. And so when I'm telling you that, if you live your life based on faith, based on love, and you look at who you are, and I said before, if you couldn't fail, what would you do differently? That's how you should be living your life. That's how you get that personal growth, that personal development. And that's been our focus for the month. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. I wish all of you a blessed week. If you have questions, you could write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at com. Thank you again. Have a blessed week.